Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to Real Good Show. It's another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. Justin Morissette with you once again for episode 72, I think. This yeah. seven, is that right? Yeah, that 72. sounds right. Yeah. 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 I think so. Usually and, I know these things. Yeah, An uh, episode that will take until the last 30 seconds to beat Russia. <laughs> Sounds about oh right, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the Team Canada thing. Yeah, that's so that's that, probably I mean, the works, best yeah. use of, of that number, I think. Yeah, uh, I already said my name, but with me as always is Stefan Heck, John Cullen, and it is uh, it's it's the final episode of 2016, boys. We it did is. a full year of this stupid shit. We did. Yeah, we this did. is our first full year. Cause, I mean, we started in 2015, but that was like yeah. a half year. late June. Yeah, yeah. yeah and this weird. is our first uh, entire year, and I think it went fairly well. Yeah, I mean. I guess like as 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 well as you could expect this to go. Yeah, I mean, success is relative. but yeah. I'd say we were relatively successful. Exactly yeah. for like a Canadian sports comedy podcast. For a Canadian comedy, anything. Yeah, we, we are like if if Canadian uh, comedians like if what they made in a year was like con- referred to as GDP, like we would be like the thirtieth ranked country. Yeah, we'd be like. Uh, at, like Switzerland, Ecuador, Ecuador. No, Ecuador no, probably doesn't yeah, make. Switzerland's yeah. pretty high. I was gonna say Moldova, Australia. I'm trying to think of what's just outside the G20. Belgium. Sure. Are they the G- so Belgium's like fuck. I hope it's the G21 next year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we're like the Belgium of Canadian comedians. Yeah, like I would say. Yeah, that's probably about right. Actually, I would say like the 30th most earning comedian in Canada makes less than we do. It, like just in Canada. Yeah. Like they're not oh, like a yeah, Canadian yeah. Co- I'm Canadian just saying like Canadian to... comedy is bad. Yeah. <laughs> and people do not make much money in it. Yeah. And we're like 30th, baby. Yeah, we're 30th, man. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty I'm good. I'm happy with that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, most of our money is from offshore accounts, but. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're clearly doing pretty good, though. Like, yeah, I, oh, yeah. I, I said at the beginning of the month that I was very appreciative of all the Patreon donors because like this was going to be a very slow month for me. <laughs> Uh, in terms of just like all of my work kind of drying up at the same time, right. in addition to like, you know, having to buy Christmas presents and whatnot. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I reviewed my finances at the end of the month and I'm actually doing pretty good somehow. So nice. I kind of ascribe that to nice. donors being, you know, yeah. really nice. Our very, donors very and our, our listeners me. are yeah. fantastic. And all of us. Yeah. yeah. And this episode yeah. is for you. Yeah. You reviewed Unlike your finances. the other 71. The other 71 were for us. <laughs> he reviewed his finances. And then I looked AKA at my bank account. Opening a ba- he opened his <laughs> bank app. He went, to a, he went to an ATM and they gave him a receipt by accident. <laughs> oh, shit. Cool. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it was, it, you know, not, that's the good kind of surprise. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Your bank in, oh, in that's definitely. I a don't great, get those great kinds surprise. of surprises very often. So <laughs> no, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. It's it's uh, it's almost like you're an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sorry, was that a little too inside no, baseball? No, I mean, if you look around the room, it's not. No, not, no, it's yeah, not yeah. readily apparent. Yeah, that no, I'm an adult. That's yeah. so. That's very true. You have an arcade game. <laughs> yeah, in your beside your TV in your living room. 
next to the three posters of uh, comic book yeah. characters. So. Yeah, no, you've done it's uh, and on top of the arcade game are those little whatever things. The uh, Funko Pops. Is yeah. that what they're called? They're called Funko Pops. Oh my god. Some of because them are. uh That's probably why I don't own them. Have you heard the phrase the Funko Pops were decimated? <laughs> no. You should Google it. Yeah, it it links to a hilarious article. Uh, from io9 yeah. from this guy who just melted down when the star uh, wars toys when, when the force awakens came out and it was like star wars day i guess uh-huh. like no no no. it was the first day that toys r us was selling the toys for the force yeah awakens. and there's oh it was force the friday. movie hadn't even come out it, it's it was called, like a month away yeah from it's called out. force friday and he he went in and like all the stuff was gone and he just wrote this huge meltdown article where he was so pissed off about it and that it's it like dude you're done. like 40 years old oh, like okay. yeah, toys r us really let him cool down, down. gotcha the funko pops have been decimated yeah so that is a sentence in they're that actually article. called funko pops they're called funko pops oh my god yeah. some of them are i have some mighty mugs also which okay let's Christ. oh my god hasbro's you're just digging old toys you're digging the grave i feel like i'm slowly gaining my virginity back <laughs> the longer we talk about this uh but i mean the, the listeners are not the only reason why no my, my finances might That's be looking true. all right yeah if, in 2016 you yeah. also killed someone for money <laughs> that's yeah, true uh and of course i uh, had somebody who hosts another podcast being like jeez i'd be happy if i could just cover my costs and we do that and then some, thanks to the support of the good folks at SeatGeek. Yeah, if you like to protect your finances, go and get tickets on SeatGeek and not the other stupid It's, a, it's affordable. It's fun it to is, use. It's it a great-looking app. I have it the is. app on my phone. It's by far the easiest way that I've found, anyways, to buy hockey tickets yeah. in particular. You can also yeah. go to their website, though, too. I mean, yeah. the easiest way to buy hockey tickets is to just be like, hey, Stefan, are you and your dad going to this game or not? But the second easiest yeah. way... And by, and by buy <laughs> tickets, I mean, hey, Stefan, can I have your tickets? <laughs> But if that doesn't work well, out... Well, I was supposed to go with you. If you can't call Stefan... And then, then you had just like a Halloween party or something, I think. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what right. it was. That's right. Yeah. 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 So it's not like I was like, hey, I'm going to muscle you out of your own tickets. You just couldn't go anymore. Yeah. We were yeah. supposed to go together. We were. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't take much convincing to get <laughs> Stefan to not go to a Canucks game. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, are you going? Hey, do you not want to be sad tonight? Oh, there's a game tonight? Oh, yeah. fuck. Whatever. whatever. <laughs> uh, but when I can't get tickets through you... I have gone mul- to multiple games already this season with Carrie, having purchased tickets through the SeatGeek mobile app. Yeah. That's right. Because it's the easiest way to buy and sell tickets to sporting events and, and concerts. And honestly, the best part of that whole process is buying the tickets on the app. It's not going to the Canucks game. Yeah. It's like, it's, I just yeah, wanted yeah. to buy tickets. Yeah, it's more fun. <laughs> on the app because yeah. it's so great to use. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, I can be anywhere and with just a few taps, I can instantly find seats for this weekend or any game this season. That's true, yeah. And with SeatGeek, you always get the best deal on every ticket because SeatGeek price compares for you by searching multiple ticket sites. Prices can vary depending on where you shop, but SeatGeek will always find you the lowest available price, and SeatGeek wants to help you get the most bang for your buck. That's why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value. You will immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget. Plus, every ticket you buy on SeatGeek is backed up by their 100% guarantee, so you can shop for tickets with confidence and never be shut out of the building having bought nice. uh, bunk tickets and you know who won't give you that offer bunk tickets yeah uh, this is like 1956 mm-hmm. yeah, these tickets are bunk they're bunk uh yeah the 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 guys who who run the, the other guys they don't offer the guys who run the other guys well i don't even want to you know ticket master and they're uh, this is the face that runs the other faces <laughs> 
their their arm, their sidearm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't give you that offer, I don't think. Wow. Uh, and the best thing of all is that if you use our promo code uh, on you get the settings tab off. on the app, you get $20 off your first purchase and 20 American dollars oh my goodness. at that, which goes Beautiful. a long way up here. That's why. That's why my finances are so nice. Yes. Because if you donate one American dollar to our Patreon, that's like that pays my whole rent, buddy. <laughs> so... Absolutely. <laughs> Canadian uh, currency jokes. No one's tired of them. Nope, not at all. Never. So download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code REALGOOD today. That was really funny when the Canadian dollar was up to like 94 cents and people were still like making those jokes. Oh, I know, and yeah. you'd be like, well, that's actually the... the Apparently it's going to be down to like 65 next year. The exchange rate's actually very reasonable, so... <laughs> We were at par for a little bit there. I yeah. don't think it did. It make it to yeah, par? Yeah, I think it did. It's like ninety-eight. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, basically exactly. par. Basically, yeah. yeah. Oh man, so all those savings in America. Yep, absolutely. Spend a hundred dollars, save two. Good <laughs> <laughs> time saving. But this is the year-end episode. Yeah, is it is. not? Do we have anyone to thank? Uh, well, I we mean, we do have some donors yeah, to thank. Let's yeah, take a look. Well, we got to fire up the theme song at, here. Yeah, at who we can thank donor-wise. Thank you for donating to the show. To the show. You work hard for your money. That we know. That, that we know. This segment's where we read out all your names. All your names. If we say it wrong, your parents are to blame. Fuck, Fuck your, your parents. parents. <laughs> <laughs> Who do we have to thank this week, Justin? Nobody. Wow. What? We have no new Christmas donors. Season. How could we possibly... Week? Okay, if I'm not wrong, I mean, every single person got money for Christmas. Whereas, I mean, you know, all year we hear from people like, oh, well, if I had more money, well, yeah, you have money now. Give yeah. it to us. I mean, I know Justin's planning on making a purchase with his Christmas money. Yeah, I mean, what the hell? This is ridiculous. Give us some cash. Put it in the old pocketos of the RGS Especially the, the Jesse episode, the uncut Jesse episode yeah, just dropped. Exactly. Yeah. If you want to get on into that Patreon content, yeah. then you got to give us some money. And yeah. you have some now. Even Justin's finances are good. So it's the, in addition of that Santa Claus interview that was uh, uncut and almost uncomfortably long. Yeah. Just like Stefan's penis. Yes. Well, his foreskin uh, specifically. <laughs> Yeah. Of course, my foreskin is uncut. <laughs> no, no, long. Yeah, but he said uncut. So yeah, and then he said uncomfortably long. Yeah, but he's talking. Or you, you were specifically just talking. Yeah, about yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're both. Long. I mean, it's, it can be both. Yeah, long anyway. and skinny like a monkey's dick. Basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do monkeys have long and skinny dicks? I've never paid attention. Wait, do they? Yeah, they're like pencil thin. It's really wow. weird. How do you wow. know that? Because uh, yeah. I went to like a monkey zoo in Europe one time, and just I like went to a monkey <laughs> zoo in Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in They're Denmark. Zoos. Sure. No, no, I was in yeah. Denmark, and it was like a zoo specifically. Oh, yeah. for, there were no other. I mean, there were like orangutans and like. Sorry, what country was it? In Denmark. Oh, okay, yeah. Zoo is Danish for brothel. <laughs> I went to a monkey brothel. It's just like a monkey park. Yeah, yeah. There were no, it's not as, I wouldn't call it a zoo because that, like, you know, that implies that there's a wide range of animals, right? Right, true. And it was just all different kinds of monkeys. But they had the long penises. They're the long dicks. Pencil thin. They, did they have a part where they like showed you the monkey's penises? No, no, no. But oh, they're okay. just like, were, they'd be running around. They'd climb up on a guy's shoulder. Do they look oh, okay. like strawberry pockies? Um, oh, my God. <laughs> 
Kind of, yeah. yeah. Now well, I want a strawberry a, pocky. That's a fitting analogy for sure. Christ. Well, it's a good thing strawberry pocky. If you don't know what uh, pocky is, it's a candy that looks like a monkey's penis. <laughs> yeah. That's how you know. You get a chocolate dip, uh, strawberry yeah. dip. We do have to thank. We do actually have one person to thank. Uh, our fan, our RGS Fantasy Football League came to a close. Congratulations to Adrian Spencer Smith for taking home the title. And uh, second place went to Tyson Niwa, and third place went to John Gilbert. And uh, Tyson graciously donated his winnings from the pool back to the show. Oh, because he said he wanted to. Uh, you know, he's always wanted to donate and. Uh, just didn't have the finances, but now that he does, he's giving so them to kind. us. Yeah, well, it's almost you, like he's setting an example for everybody else that got money this Christmas season. <laughs> In any case, thank you to the, all of you who have donated before. Anyway, yeah. never mind. I already thank, did thank my. You, thank you to every. Single I already did my tender moment. That's who, enough. Who donated and who listens also? Yeah, and just you know, if you can't donate, who helped the show by trying to spread it around, telling your friends about it. We had a really good year this year. We yeah. did. And, Great year. And we owe a lot to the people who donated to us. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. to the people who uh, did whatever that they could to uh, help make this show absolutely. Uh, reach a bigger, wider audience. Yeah. But I would like to mostly thank Stefan's dad and Alex Cudson for both donating over $50 a month. <laughs> I mean, the rest of you, great. But yeah. like, mo- well, most and Jess donated. Uh, and Jess donated. And we are doing bucks. that bonus episode in January. We are, yep. yeah. yeah. We just didn't have episode. time to watch a film together over the Christmas break. Everyone's busy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But on, I think from there, we can move on to the opposite of thanking nice people. Yeah. Yes. And move on to, I, I, I think people were asking about this uh, on our Facebook and Twitter. Uh, but last year, we did our 2015 Enemy List Power Rankings. Yeah, it seems crazy. Should we review last year's Power Rankings? Yeah. It so seems la- crazy that people remember things we did on the show a year ago. Because I don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's nuts. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's good that the passion is, is appreciated. It's nice to see. But well, the 2015 uh, enemies list. So it was 10 people on the enemies list. I think I this year we may that. we may kind of uh, just go a bit smaller this year because, yeah. um, well, you'll see why. So number 10 in, on the 2015 enemy list was Stephen A. Smith. Uh, number nine was Iceland. Uh, Which we think is on there because it sounds like ISIS. Yeah, as you'll see. As whole, you'll see. Yeah. Or possibly because of D2. Maybe, but I don't know. Um, if we, yeah, someone will know. remind us, I'm sure. Uh, number eight was the LA Kings social media guy who is also an ISIS. Number seven was McDonald's because I think earlier that morning, Justin wasn't able to get a Big Mac before 10 yeah, o'clock. Yeah, tried to buy a Big Mac for John to eat yeah. at like 9.30 in the morning. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. let me do that's it. That's right. Uh, number six was Patrick Kane. Uh, no, I still no haven't had a Big Mac, required. by the way. Uh, number five was uh, CFL Podcasts. Yeah. Number four was... If Which Hit- we shut down a few of those. Yeah, number four was If Hitler Was in ISIS. Number three was ISIS. Number two was TSN.ca columnist Bob Weeks. That's right. He, he stole my column he idea. He beat ISIS. And number one was Hitler. Yes. Which I think is a given. Mm-hmm. So 2016, Enemy List Power Rankings. We did five this year. We've gotten softer. We have. Well, I mean, we go pretty hard on this these This episode is brought to you by Tim Hortons Donuts. Uh, number That's five right now. Uh, is a podcast we haven't talked about in a while, but they're back. They came back. Uh, they're we back thought, we and thought they we'd need to be... Re-shut down. Uh, and it's West Coast Geeks versus Nerds. Yes. Yeah. Geeks versus Nerds West Coast. They came back in fall Absolutely. 2016. And so if you don't know what they are, they do live shows where they do like rap battles, I think, between no. like... No, they, just they do like, actual debates. It's a debate. Oh, that's actually worse somehow. Yeah. Debating the merits. Are they, are they dressed up as the character though? Yes. So they dress... So for example... But they do three. Right. 
It'll be three people per team. Yeah. So, for example, they had one where it was Dumbledore versus uh, Professor Professor X. X from X Men, and it's like who's the best headmaster. Well, that was their headlining battle. Yeah, and so it's people dressed up as those characters debating the merits of those characters. Which that's the Rousey versus Nunez of their, of their fucking show. Yeah, Dumbledore versus event. Professor X. Uh-huh. So if you like uh, like epic rap battles of history, and and we're like, oh, I want to see this in person and worse. By well, bad comedians. So that's number five on the list. They're mm-hmm. back. West Coast Geeks versus Nerds. So, yeah, yeah I, I thought we shut them down. Like no, shut the fuck more. up. Just by noticing them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we learned who they were, and we they shall. were immediately shut down. We can, I mean, we, we kind of, I will say, we got mad at them because they won an award over us, right? They came third on the West Enders Best Comedy Podcast in Vancouver. And that was a while ago, though. But can I ask, just... did they get nominated for a Canadian Comedy Award this year? No, they did not. Or so for Best Funeral Home. We have officially passed them. Yeah. Well, now I am a West Ender, so I hope that go. I end up on the list next year. That's true. Uh, number four, um, there's one specific listener who I think will probably be happy to hear this. I mean, as soon as he hears the name, he'll be unhappy, but then we've got an explanation. Yes. Uh, number four is the Akron Pooper. Who's a, a man in Akron, Ohio? Who uh, who's on cars? Is a serial pooper. He's been shitting on, on cars on the hoods of cars over the course of the last decade. And we've we've kind of, I mean, implied he's, he's a public menace. Yeah, but we've implied that listener of the year Tom Hanna is the Akron pooper because he lives we in. We have Akron. implied that. We've I think I've just said like. It. Well, I think I might have just. Okay, said yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, I said yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah. said it actually like ten times. But we're gonna just come right out and say it. Tom Hanna <laughs> is not. The Akron Pooper. Is X-plied a word? Yeah, we're, we're X-plying it now. <laughs> yeah, well, I think we did that before. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because well, like explicit versus right. implicit. And now right? I'm just coming out and saying it. Tom Hanna is not the Akron Pooper. Uh, we, we've examined the photos of the Akron Pooper. I did a DNA Absolutely. sample yeah. test he's a lot. He's a lot skinnier. The yeah. stool samples. Tom, he, he, Tom's not skinny. He enough. looks kind of Canadian, actually. And he has really tiny hands. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing that jumped out at me from the photo was his, his like red hair. Yeah, and then he just seems like the type of person who might be named after like, uh, like, uh, like a sport fish. <laughs> a sport fish. Where, yeah, you go when you go sport fishing. Oh, I see. Yeah, it'd be a sport fish. Yeah, that's not the the. the that's the term. S- sport fishing is means that the the fishing is a sport. Yeah, not but the, the fish is a the fish is sporting also. The fish is sports. Holy Christ! Uh, in any case, the Akron pooper is Marlin. Uh, <laughs> not Tom. <laughs> Marlon Phillips <laughs> from Camus PC. Merry, Merry Christmas, Tom. That's your Christmas present. And sorry, Marlon. Oh, we're not sorry. Uh, no. Number three. This is uh, this is for John here. Okay, so there we've taken shots at various podcasts over the years, and uh, or year and a half. Let's see. Those are that's years. That's and years there's one. Though. Yeah, there's one guy in particular that uh, we have not enjoyed here, and we've. I, I've been reluctant to say anything about it on the show because we've, he, we've made fun of him off the air quite a we bit. We have yeah, made big, fun of him on big Twitter time off the, time. the air yeah. on Twitter, but I've been reluctant to make fun of him because he follows me on Twitter and I sort of held out hope, hope that I would maybe add listeners to the show, but I don't care Steve Dangle, go fuck yourself. <laughs> this guy is possibly the worst, co- like the worst person that's given any airtime on television. <laughs> His podcast sucks. Hit my Panago podcast here. Okay, here's why I, resp- I we all don't like him. If you know who he is, he's a. If you don't know who he is, sorry, he's a rabid Leafs fan who has been making home videos 
after every Leafs game, he posts a video of himself freaking out about the Leafs game. So he basically yells into a webcam. It's like uh, Rob uh, Rob Wisman had the, those tweets where he did like the fake YouTube uh, Yeah, my dick grabs. is stuck in a VCR. Uh, Uber driver sucked me off. It's like those, but like for real. But for real. Toronto. So. And about the Leafs. And he, so he used to film them in his childhood bedroom and then he got married and moved into a new house and recreated his childhood bedroom in his new house with his wife who refers to herself on Twitter as Mrs. Dangle. And uh, this is what he still does. And so he somehow turned uh, screaming into the camera into like a paying job. But he, al- sports he also like mugs like oh, like yeah. Jim from the office style. He'll yeah. Just like the whole thing is like he yells and then he goes he loves- and like he- looks at directly at the camera with some like goofy grimace or whatever exactly he mugs for the camera he's terrible uh he's a terrible interviewer he does these like quote unquote funny interviews but he's that uh, doesn't have a funny bone in his body uh he's annoying his fans are annoying he has like l- like a lot of like teenage fans they'll bring dangle signs to leafs games anyway here's the main reason why i'm mad people, well, I'm, people call him like daddy on twitter too. yeah it's super weird I'm, I mean, I don't like him anyway, but then in the summer, I thought, okay, well, this might be a good idea if I could get on his show, because, yeah, he has a lot of listeners. It might be good for our show if I get on his podcast, and um, this is what happened. I said, uh, I'm going to be in Toronto June 30th to July 10th. Uh, I'm doing Just for Laughs again this summer, and our podcast is getting pretty well known, so I'm not a nobody. Let me know if you want me on the show, and he says... Hey, man, that's awesome. Any friend of Matt Wright is good with me. Only problem is that it's such a busy time for hockey news, right? Draft, free agency, dumbass trades, kind of an awkward fit unless we save it, maybe. And then so you're you're incapable of discussing sports, obviously. Exactly. So he's basically suggesting straight on this show every week. Basically, what he was insinuating is that because I am a comedian that he doesn't know, he is more qualified to talk about the Leafs than I am. Yeah, and he's just great at talking about sports also. Yeah, on his shitty podcast that has a fucking uh, Rush Hour radio host as his co-host. And every time I've like been exposed to it, which I will say... If we're just finally having it out with Steve Daniels. Yeah, we are. We're having it out. Uh, when I worked for the Blurry Seagulls, I had a office mate. I shared an office with right. another person. Okay. And so uh, my coworker was an avid listener of the Steve Dangle podcast. So he was, so, had an IQ of sub 100. So, so I was like locked in a room, trapped with the Steve Dangle podcast. Right. Okay. Like three days a week. Oh, perfect. Yeah. You know more it about out? it than I do. Yeah. I've literally listened to it no, for no, no. five I've, minutes. I've been held hostage by this podcast oh for uh, probably upwards of 80 hours. And uh, I would say that, uh, you know, if you ever are looking for a podcast where a bunch of uh, nerds talk about fucking Pokemons, you do not need to listen to Geeks vs. Nerds West Coast. The Steve Dangle podcast has you covered on that front. I haven't oh, listened perfect. to I haven't listened or, like, watched. I've just, just going by the Twitter presence, and it's like, oh, my God. I, uh, yeah, I, I mean, the, deal with the promoted show. tweets from Sportsnet that are just his face going, boo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, Making that's, the Tim Allen noise. That's good yeah. shit. So, Steve Dangle, guess what? In 2017, I'm fucking coming for you. <laughs> I hope you unfollow me. I hope you block me. Right now, Jalen Rose is the only person that's blocked me on Twitter. He still I, hasn't blocked me. You I'm can unfollow me. You can block me. You can do whatever you want. I don't give a shit. I hope that your show gets canceled. We're uh, coming for the crown. We're coming. 
We're coming for yeah. the fucking crown. Uh, number two is Hitler. Yeah, obviously <laughs> makes sense. Although I, he's gone down a place. Yeah. Well, I, I thought that uh, I thought it would be 2016. I was making powerful enemies when I took on the Canada Land podcast a few weeks back. We'll see what but happens. We're here. just we're just firing bullets left and right. Yeah, I was gonna say number two should be the uh, the year 2016. 2016 is a rude fuck boy. Right. A lot of people are making jokes about that. 2016 is a fuck boy. Right. I, I can't wait until 2017 starts and no one ever dies. Yeah, it's gonna I'm be gonna awesome. joke about 2016 for the next like five years. Yeah, we all are. I've lo- I look forward to more people making shitty jokes yeah. about how this it's year is. 2016 bad. is a new, fuck boy. It's the new thanks Obama. Yeah. 2016 yeah. is a it's a rude fuck boy. Rude. Uh, no, number two. Um, number two is Hitler. It did lose to Hitler. Yeah, number two is Hitler. Uh, and number one, and I put him on here because I thought it'd be really funny. Just like and Hillary get, Clinton's campaign. I put him on here because I genuinely think he's Hitler. worse than Hitler. Well, yeah, you put him on here for that, but I put yeah. him on here because I was like, it'd be. I want to hear his reaction. It's gonna yeah. be funny. Number one, I don't one, care about his reaction. Uh, I actually think he's worse than Hitler. Worse than Hitler. Twenty sixteen, number one enemy of the year, Jesse Farrar. Yeah. I Jesse. just we'll uh, we'll get him on the show and get his reaction. Yeah, to that. more like Jesse Fatrar. He was Farrar in a way our biggest enemy this year. Yeah. Oh my god. Nice. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I that's a good film. I like Jesse. Jesse's a fun guy, and but I just like again. I just think it would be funny. I personally to hear I, on, we're on a podcast and I'm saying he's worse than Hitler. <laughs> I don't personally think he is funny. I'm I'm excited for like seven days from now when he posts a tweet that's like, oh, just gonna boot up the latest real good show. Oh, they're they're talking about me. What? No. <laughs> no. No! You know that tweet is coming. It's, oh, yeah. It's coming. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, yeah, congratulations. I think that's a big accomplishment. I think honestly. beating Hitler? Yeah. 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 I mean, if we retired, if uh, if Santa's retired Hitler's number, then uh, we've uh, folded the franchise. We may have to, like, get, like, a nice print made of our enemies list and, yeah, and frame be, it and hang it up. Yeah, that'd be good, actually. I like that. I mean... <laughs> would fit in with the rest of my decor. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, you have this the, whole blank wall here too that yeah. doesn't have a bunch of nerd stuff. We'll on put it, it beside so. the mugwumps or whatever <laughs> those fucking things are called over there. So that's our uh, 2016 Pops. enemy list. Yeah. yeah. So best of luck to everyone in 2017. But we know what you're here for. Yes. It's it's the end of year. It's the, it is. It's the episode, clips of the year. Which means countdown. we're doing the top so, ten clips of the year. Yeah, and la- this year it's not a joke. Yeah. Either. So last year there was a clip that was so good that we just kind of turned uh, a much larger show into a bit uh, involving this one particular clip. This year there was no clip that stood out like that. Although there were some excellent clips. And so uh, we are going to uh, we're going to run down the top 10 2016 clips of the year. Yeah, I, I kind of thought that it would be easy to pick the clips no. in the end because the, the, like the best ones would be so clear cut from the rest of the pack. But that was not the case at all. Uh, it was a very, very difficult thing to uh, to come up with every single one of these. And, and there were a lot of uh, clips that didn't make the cut, unfortunately, that that probably deserved to be on a list somewhere, but just not this one, unfortunately. Uh, and uh, I, do we, I guess we had kind of a clip of the week for the week this week too, possibly. Yeah, but yeah we'll get to that yeah, after. We'll yeah. get to that in a little bit. In the meantime, uh, we will go back to a clip that, uh, that caught our eye way back at the beginning of the year. Yes. Uh, I believe this was during March Madness, even? This was during March mm-hmm. Madness. This was the first, uh, after the first round loss of, uh, of Baylor, uh, to Yale, I think Baylor was like a three seed maybe, and Yale was was fourteen or something like that. Pretty big spread. People thought Baylor had a shot to go deep, and they uh, got upset by Yale, who uh, famously are uh, not good at sports. 
Um, and uh, this is what uh, Baylor's Torian Prince had to say after the game when he was asked how Baylor, who I think led the league in rebounds or led the country in rebounds or something, actually got out-rebounded by Yale. And it's clip number 10. Number 10. How does Baylor get out-rebounded by Yale? Hmm. How's that happen? Are you directing that towards anyone? Gentleman who just talked about getting out-rebounded. He, he had the stat sheet. Tori? Tori? He said, how do... They yeah, have, they I mean, have you, more rebounds you, you said he got out rebounded. I was surprised. You did, thirty-six, thirty-two. So How does Yale out rebound Baylor? Um, you go up and grab the ball off the rim when it comes off, and then you grab it with two hands, and you come down with it, and that's considered a rebound. So they got more of those than we did. <laughs> oh, that's so good. It's classic. I mean, feels like something like if we were athletes, that's how we would answer like every totally. question. Totally. That is so incredibly salty. It's so rude. I love it. It's and it's also wonderful. awesome because he really, he did answer the question. Yeah, it was a stupid so question. So it was a stupid question. So that's what I kind of like because a lot of times, right, like nowadays, and I hate this too, when reporters just go talk about blank. Yeah. So talk that's about so, that. That's so lazy. Talk about that first period. Yeah. So that was basically exactly what happened there. How did... How did Baylor get out-rebounded by Yale? I mean, well, I, that's how they did. They had more of those than we did. I, I just want to briefly defend asking a question without ending it with a question mark. Because obviously in a scrum it's different. But if you like have somebody on your show, for example, you just have a conversation. Like we have conversations yeah, all the time. Yeah, that's different. We don't end every single sentence with a no, question No, 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 no. So I'm just saying I just think that that's, I mean, it's different. I'm than talking talk about, about yeah, I'm, yeah. That's that I'm just talking about that specific trope. I never said anything about not ending with a question mark. I just don't like when people are like talk about this. I can just like make a statement and hope that he responds to a statement. Yeah, though. exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. uh, a good clip for number ten. Yeah. Number nine is I think one we played at our live show, isn't it? Uh, it might have been. I think yes, it was. Yeah. It is. This is a really funny one. Yeah, this is great too. Uh, so this is. Uh, a very bad, was it a Thursday night game was, or a I Monday think, night was, game? It was the LA Rams. I, I think it was San Monday. Francisco. I think it might have been Monday. I think it was a Monday night football game, maybe week one or week two. And it was a very, very yeah. bad football game. And in the fourth quarter, a streaker ran onto the field and uh, San Francisco 49ers announcer Kevin Harlan. Well, no, he's the radio, he's not a team announcer. Right. Radio guy had a lot more fun with the streaker being on the field than he did with the rest of the yeah, game. Yeah, anything else that happened in the entire game. And we will uh, revisit that clip right now. Number nine. Clip number nine. 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 Hanging his chest, now he runs the opposite way. He runs with the 50, he runs with the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20, they're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare-chested. Somebody stop Look that out. man. Here comes the blue coat, Kevin. Oh, they got him. Here comes they're coming the blue from the left. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. <laughs> oh, that was the most exciting thing to happen tonight. I tell you what, that was a great call on your part. <laughs> That was a great call. All right. It's true. Yeah, that is so joyous. The guy is drunk. Yeah. (laughs) But there he goes. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Uh, (laughs) The crowd's going nuts, I love when the play-by-play guy interjects, too. (laughs) Here come the blue coats. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was so great. Well, I'm not going to say the best call of the year because there is another call in our top ten. Um, But that was a great, like, uh, a great professional, you know. I mean, it, 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 it... 
like maybe it was sort of unprofessional, but the way he called it was well, just so yeah. professional. I mean, it's like, you know, I tried to take my professional skills and apply it to EA Sports NHL in our first donor exclusive episode earlier That's right. this year. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's kind of like that. Just right. within a game, he's taking his play calling ability and using it to uh, to entertaining ends, yeah. let's say. Oh, man, that was great. Just wonderful stuff from Kevin Harlan. He is drunk, <laughs> but there he goes. Uh, <laughs> They're not going to get him. Now, number eight, I thought maybe should have been a bit higher, but I'm glad it's just on the top ten regardless. Uh, yeah, our is, listeners didn't seem to love this one as much as you No, did. no, which is too bad, but it's, it's the J.R. Smith. Uh, right after he had, he was like hugging uh, an opposed, like a Jason player on the Terry, bench. Yeah. Yep. During play, during and play. like missed his guy, and then and his, they got his a guy basket. Just scored very easily. Yeah. And so these are the reporters asking him after the game what happened. Yeah, this is a, a, a clip that came late in the year. Yeah, this yeah. is a very like this is just from a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, of course, we we described it a couple weeks back, and J.R. Smith dressed like a ninja a little bit after the yeah. game, concealing his face. Yeah, concealed his face with a weird ass hoodie, and had this to say. Can you take us through what happened with? Play with Jason Terry. <laughs> you ran off the court and hugged him, and oh, really? I was gave the layup. You know they were inbound of the ball. What play you talking about? In the first half, you ran off the court and hugged Jason Terry, and Snell got a layup because you were off the floor. Oh, I didn't know I was in the game. Oh, <laughs> oh Jr. <laughs> I mean, there's no. It's so casual. There's no way that he could have known. Again, we clarified that on the episode, but it was literally happening at the opposite end of the floor of his bench. Like, there's no way that he could have thought he wasn't in the game. Yeah. yeah. No, I said this a couple of weeks ago. It's like yeah. if somebody came in to work and, like, I just talked to my friend for, like, a few minutes and my manager got mad at me and I'd be like, oh, I don't even know I was working right now. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Number seven is another basketball one, and it's another one I was hoping would get more votes. It didn't get as many votes as I was hoping for. But, yeah, no, it didn't. Uh, yeah. This is just. I think it's great if too. he didn't have the accent, it wouldn't be on there. But no. the accent is just. Yeah, it so really perfect. sells it. Yeah. And this is Stephen Adams talking about Japanese anime. Yeah, <laughs> he was asked uh, whether he watched the uh, opening game of the season. Yeah, if he'd been taking in any of the games on opening night, and Stephen Adams had this to say. In clip number seven. Seven. Did you a chance to watch any music? Spurs Warriors? I was watching cartoons, man. <laughs> some, some Japanese anime. I don't know if you watch those. Which one? Uh, oh, One Piece? One Piece, it's about pirates. Okay. Yeah, no worry. One Punch Man as well. Another classic. In the preseason when you... I was watching uh, cartoons, man. I love Steven Adams so much. He's I like great. that the... like. That there's even not being there, there's like a palpable sense of the reporters having no idea what he's talking yeah. about. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Well, the one guy's like kind of excited. Like, about which it. ones? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. which ones? Yeah, I think that guy knows. Okay, but the other guys are just like they just move right on. But Adams oh. did explain too. He's like one right. punch man. It's about yeah. or no one no, one, one piece. piece. It's about and pirates. then one punch man as well. He's like it's classic. a classic. Yeah. <laughs> and then the guys like uh, during the preseason, <laughs> you uh, <laughs> moving on. Yeah, uh, we have another basketball one at number six. Well, yeah, basketball players are really. Uh, We're four for the first five. Four of them are basketball related. Nice. We and this really, one, this is great. Uh, I, honestly, my like, favorite basketball team. This was this was something early in the year that we said probably like three weeks into the season, or yeah, let's call fifty-two weeks 
in a row yeah. a season for us, I guess. Uh, we called this uh, one of the clips of the year that it would be hard to knock off the rest of the year. And I think this was only like week three of yeah. 2016. And the fact that it is still here hanging on this late in the year, I think uh, is a testament to our ability to foresee uh, a lack yeah. of comedy. And this <laughs> is, this is DeMar DeRozan yeah. and Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Uh, DeMar kind of screwing his numbers up a little bit. Yeah. And Kyle Lowry bagging on USC. <laughs> yeah. We, I'm trying to walk out of here one and one and three, honestly. You play three games? This will be our, my third game here. So one and two. <laughs> you know I No, I don't. No, wait. If you play two games yeah. and you add one, that means... That's three games. Yeah, but you said one and three. If we win... One, four, three. One for three. One for three or yeah, one and that's two? That's what I meant. One for three. Oh, one for three. Yeah, that's what I meant. USC, baby. Oh, man. <laughs> I didn't even go to college that long. <laughs> Oh that makes God. the clip at the end. Yeah. I didn't even go to college that long. Uh, we, well, we As though that, adding but... one and two yeah. uh, is something you learn in college. And Kyle Lowry's facial expressions throughout yeah. that are just magical. So if you have yeah. not actually seen the video of that clip, yeah. I strongly recommend uh, it's it. It's just fantastic. It is yeah. wonderful. Uh, clip number five. Our first hockey clip. Yeah. yeah. And it's a doozy. Our uh, first and only hockey clip. Uh, yeah, our only hockey clip. Yeah, but it's it's, it's a worthwhile. It's one. a classic one. Yeah, everyone loved it this year. We heard uh, a Bollywood remix of this song, yeah, lo- lovingly created by Yerky Twenty One. Perhaps not as funny as Kevin Harlan overall, but uh, certainly maybe a bit catchy, memorable, a bit Exciting, memorable. Yeah. catchy. Yeah, memorable is yeah. the best way to describe it. No, some up. I just wish anyone got like I love that like hockey announcers never make me feel that good like Punjabi hockey night in Canada announcers are just the best thing about hockey they're really going like they're just going at it so hard and like it's a neutral game not like they're, it's not like it's a Leafs game or a Canucks game or whatever. Like it's not. It well, was so just, it's a pretty important playoff. Yeah, yeah, game. It's final. Yeah, it's an important playoff game for sure. But just for them to go that hard for like ultimately kind of a neutral. Yeah, in terms of the people like watching. Team. Yeah, and it's just in terms of the people watching too, right? Like, like most I mean, of the times you get huge emotion. On, yeah. on a goal call, it's because you know the. The play caller is a complete homer who's yeah. calling his like hometown team that exactly. he sees every night, or just even knowing who's watching. Right? It's not even necessarily that the announcer's a homer, but they know that the people watching at home will be excited, like it's a big moment. Whereas uh, for him, there was no, you know, I mean, I'm sure there were Penguins fans watching, but not that many. <laughs> so to just really go for it was pretty awesome. Uh, and you mentioned it before, but we did get a remix of that call also. And we I did. feel like it's only right to play that now as well. It is absolutely correct to play that. Yeah. This is uh, Yerky 21's Bollywood Benino. That's what we called it, right? Yeah. Beware of Benino. Oh, beware of Benino. The Benino sure. Bangra Banger. Okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha! 
I forgot how good that is. Amazing. That is, um, it fits just so great well. Great stuff. Thank you, Yerky. From Yerky Twenty One. Twenty Fifteen listener. Twenty Fifteen listener of the year. Yes, and uh, I played that for Carrie, and she was like, "It's a little racist, don't you think?" Uh, <laughs> just, just that it might be a little bit on the nose, and I, I don't know. I might see where she's coming from if it didn't sync up so perfectly. Yeah, it sounds like it was. Yeah, meant to be. Absolutely. Uh, Official tennis player. Of Real Good Show has not checked in yet. Two clips of the year this year. Uh, only West Macaulay appeared. Or two same. clips of the week this year. Uh, yeah, yeah, rather. Yeah. Two clips of the week yes. this year. And uh, only, one of them made the clip. Of only the year. West Macaulay also yeah. uh, had yeah. multiple appearances yeah. in the clips right, of the week. That's right, yes. So, yeah. uh, very, uh, yeah. you know. You're a fucking goal scorer. <laughs> uh, quite an accomplishment in and of itself to be our featured uh, clip twice in yeah. one year. Uh, Especially just at a press conference, just talking, you know, both times was, uh, yeah, just him at a microphone talking and this was exceptional. This was after he played that uh, really remarkably bad match, I believe. Yeah, he intentionally tanked. um, In Shanghai, I believe it was. Yeah. Yeah, just gave up and and didn't return serves, didn't do anything. If you wonder who you're talking about or who we're talking about, rather, I don't know how you could possibly be wondering that because it is the official tennis player of Real Good Show. We talk about him all the time. That might also be why he appeared twice in the clips of the <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, true. But deserving appearances. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we talk about him all the time deservingly as well. He's one of the most fascinating personalities, not just in tennis, but in all of sports. And here he is, Nick Kyrgios, being asked, don't you think you owe the fans something more than that? Yeah, I mean, it was just, just tough. Um, obviously, you know, I played a lot of matches in a row. Um, Physically tired, mentally tired, and I guess you know that's what I'm, I'm trying to work on bringing, being able to be consistent every week. And I guess that's what's holding me back, you know. I just took the easy way out tonight, and obviously didn't show up at all. Do you not think that they, having paid money to come in and watch you, deserve perhaps a little better? I don't know, anything. I'm. I'm what? I'm. I'm. The what does that even mean? I'm good because I'm hitting. I'm good at hitting a tennis ball over the net. Like big deal. Like I don't owe him anything. Like it's my choice. If you don't like it, I don't ask you to come watch. Just leave. If you're so good at giving advice and so good at tennis, why don't you? Why? Why aren't you as good as me? Why aren't you on the tour? Well, that's your choice. You want to buy a ticket? Come watch me. You know what? I'm unpredictable. It's your choice. I don't owe you anything. Doesn't affect how I sleep at night. Do you care at all about your opponent? I mean, you you yeah, don't show him respect in that match. Yeah, I showed him plenty of respect. Just, mate, we're great. We're great mates off the field. Like you have no idea what I deal with, or you know, I'm I'm good friends with him. Nearly best friends with his brother. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I I don't know the fans. Yeah. Yeah, no. And I love that bit at the end where he's like, "Of course I respect him." What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like best friends with his brother, his Practi- older brother. Practically best friends. I'm practically with his brother. best friends with his brother. You don't know what you're talking about. So that right there, you can see why he. The accent again makes it pretty funny. Yeah, I mean well. th- that helps a lot. I don't know them anything. Yeah, I don't. They know what they're getting. Yeah, they that's know, wonderful. They know I'm uh, unpredictable. <laughs> Volatile and, uh, would be a good yeah. way to describe it uh, as well, maybe. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Spe- I, I just speaking love of volatile. Sorry, yeah. John. No, no, that's no, no, okay. No. I just love a guy that uh, that just tells it like it is. Like, yeah, and he's kind of made comments about that before. Like, it's just sports. Yeah. Like, 
That's, whatever. That's our I can do whatever. I can too, do yeah. whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, I mean, we had a hard time choosing between that clip and the clip of him being like, I don't even like tennis. Yeah. I'd rather mm. be playing video games. Yeah, but I don't know what else to do. He literally <laughs> said, I don't know what else to do, yeah. so I'm just going to do this. And I also love in that clip, too, when he's like, well, if you're so good, why don't you play on tour? <laughs> Yeah. She's got so much fucking advice. Why don't you? Why yeah. are you on the tour? Which is so great. Like yeah. I, I would love Nick Curious just go on a tour where he plays against reporters and just destroys <laughs> them <laughs> and fans. Like how fucking awesome would that be? Nick Curious, that's also like media invitational. That's also a great point. You know, like that's kind of something that's underlying all sports, but no one ever talks about it. But it's like, yeah, like I'm really, really good at this. So shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> I'm exceptionally good at this. Like, yeah, I mean, if Lucas Pisa said that to me, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, you're right. yeah, you're right, yeah. I mean, he's not as good as Nick Curioso what he does. No, but, yeah, but still, yeah. yeah. Uh, number three on the list here, I just wrote on Hulk Hogan penis. So let's just jump right into it. <laughs> let's see if we can simplify this. Do you have any doubt as you sit in that witness stand today? that you were discussing the length of your penis on Bubba's radio program. Any doubt? Well, it's not mine, because mine isn't that size, but we were discussing the length of Hulk Hogan's. Seriously? So, you <laughs> No, seriously, I do, I do not have a 10-inch penis. No, I do not. Seriously. Fair enough. <laughs> My Fair favorite enough. part about that is that I like that the guy said, seriously, and in a court Ter- of law and terry balea thought that that meant like that he was asking like seriously you don't have a 10 inch penis not he just was, like seriously to the whole yeah like seriously yeah. you're bringing up the fact that your character has a bigger penis than yeah. you do like it just is no so- i don't have a 10 inch penis <laughs> you can write that down <laughs> uh that's the story that we dove into quite a bit over the course of this year yes. we were by jeb lund at one point just to talk about hulk hogan and we his did, penis yeah. so yeah. It was pretty great. Yeah, we, we, we milked quite a bit out of Hulk Hogan's <laughs> Okay, well, that's... <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, number two, I mean, I, I don't know if we're going to play the whole thing because it's like 16 minutes long. Yeah. But we'll play the beginning because the beginning is... It's like a two-minute... Yeah, I mean, I mean it's difficult to choose like what the criteria for a clip of the yeah. year really is, right? Is it something that is just like inherently funny, like Kevin Harmaker call? Yeah. Is it something uh, that is like captivating and exciting, like the Benino goal call? It is all of those things, and it is also when crazy people become completely unhinged, as they did in clip number two, Jason Whitlock declaring war against superhumans. <laughs> <laughs> There's a deadly culture war being waged that isn't being discussed on Fox News, MSNBC, or CNN. Cyberhumans versus humans. People whose reality is shaped by the internet versus people whose reality is shaped by the real world. <laughs> Right now, cyber humans are crushing humans. It might be the most one-sided war in the history of the world. Cyber humans live on three planets, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. They use Facebook to promote their delusional lifestyles. They visit Instagram for sex, and they use Twitter to control what all of us think. Twitter is their weapon of war. Cyber humans control the media and celebrities, America's tastemakers, through Twitter. They bully us into buying into their false sense of reality with Twitter bots and thought police and lynch mobs. Twitter is why the media and celebrities believe police are indiscriminately killing large numbers of black men. Twitter is why Colin Kaepernick believes 
police brutality is a bigger threat to black men than mass incarceration and poverty. Twitter's why Kaepernick and his supporters think the best way to show that black lives matters is by being publicly angry when a white police officer kills a black man unjustly and silent when a black man kills a black boy unjustly. <laughs> what the fuck is he even talking we about? We still haven't figured it out. It's yeah. been like four months and I still don't know what I'm he's still going on trying about. to get sex off of Instagram and it has not worked. Yeah, well I think it doesn't work for Whitlock either. That's why he's mad at me. Right, right, yeah. right. <laughs> It's but I mean, like, that goes on for a while. Yeah, and he's yeah. just basically coming out and being like, I get owned online constantly. That's like the undercurrent of that entire Cyber humans are dude. crushing humans. <laughs> They're killing it. It's the most one-sided yeah. war on the planet because I just go on Twitter. I get fucking owned all day long. Yeah. So that kind of like if... if yeah. I, I, think, guess I think it's just actually everyone versus Jason Whitlock. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of makes you like a lieutenant. In the uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty high up there. Yeah, anymore. in the cyber yeah, I'm like a child soldier. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's not really that high. No, but like I'm one because of the, I'm like a like good a child? Chi- yeah, but I'm like a good child. I'm not like one of those child soldiers who is like bad at war. I'm like one of like the child prodigies. You know, I'm like if Mozart was a child soldier, <laughs> and I had Twitter. I don't. You know what? Let's just move on to number one, which our <laughs> listeners voted on, and we agree with it. And you're probably you were probably wondering. Uh, if you voted on this, where is this clip? And uh, it's right here. It's number one. It's the number one clip of the year. The number one clip of the year, Dick Enberg uh, during a San Diego Padres game. For some reason, I don't know. Again, we've talked about this on the show before. About People were like tweeting in photos of their pets or something. Oh, that, is that or maybe it was, it was yeah. like the pet of a player that right. they put on the yeah. side. So, yeah, baseball is so boring. I mean, I like to watch it, but like it's a sport that is so slow that the commentators often have to fill the space. And in this case, they filled it with a fat cat. And Dick Enberg had this to say about it. In our clip of the year. It's our number one clip of the year. Cat not happy about the 5-3. That's a plump pussy right there. (laughs) (laughs) I totally forgot about that part. There's like a... Eight second pause. Yeah, it's, oh, that's it's awesome. It's not just the comment, which alone is great. It's the way it just hangs in the air in a long, awkward silence afterwards. And you know what? Uh, is it is it the Bob Costas clip? No. We, Nothing's the Bob Costas. No, we, we can never find something that will be on the well, same level as We don't that. know that. I mean, I, I don't. we don't know that. It was amazing, but we don't know that. That's, that's true. 2017 could have... A, a clip in store that could put Bob to shame. True. It's entirely possible. And speaking of funny clips of the everything year and week, we do actually have a clip of the week this week, which mm. is coming to us from uh, Minnesota high school hockey in the state championships. Uh, team captain Mark Sendin gave an interview where he says a particular phrase nine times in the space of 40 seconds and, uh, well, just see if you can figure out what phrase it is. I mean, everyone had their nerves going and everything like that. And then, which we were glad to just keep them to one and everything like that. And then we went back and, uh, after the period in the locker room, just talked about what we need to fix and everything like that. Stick to the game plan, get back on it and everything like that. So just paid off, stick to the game plan, you know, stepping up defense and everything like that. No pinches, everything like that. So let the atmosphere, uh, you know, get your nerves shaken up and everything like that. Just play your game, which is what I try to do out here and everything like that. So, yeah, definitely help from home and everything like that. 
Oh my god! Nine times. Nine pretty, times. That's impressive. Yeah, and I did so Minnesota. It's so hockey. I just I love it. Yeah, fantastic. Mark Senden, thank you. Beautiful. Well, it's like it's like uh, you know people just like have their little sayings. If I were to just be like, eh, you know, whatever, like in the middle of yeah, you know, whatever, like you know, whatever. Except at the end of every single <laughs> sentence <laughs> and everything like that and everything like that. And everything like that. Yeah. So on, etc. Fantastic. So and so. Love it. Yada, yada, yada. Beautiful. Everything like that. Congratulations, Mark. Yeah. Way to end off the year with a phenomenal clip of the week. Snuck in yeah. at the very end. The last clip of the week of 2016. And it was a pretty good was, one. I like that one. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I, we, we don't have any questions this week. Do Are we going to announce who the, the top question answer? Uh, we'll do that on I'm going to announce it later. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't fully calculated the totals. Twitter. So we'll announce it uh, sometime this week. The power rankings. Yeah. And then we, ha- we have and a, we'll send you a shirt. We have a little bit of a prize for them also uh, that we will reveal <laughs> next week too. Perfect. So, uh, so look forward to that. Good things still to come in 2017. And we're also Absolutely. mailing Thomas' jersey and yes. a nice note. Yes. Finally, that's Our, happening. Our 2016 listener of the year. And Tom not Hanna. the Akron Pooper. For flying out to, to the live is, show. Marlon is the Akron Pooper. To visit us. Speaking of the live show, yeah, we can do... Kind of our, I was thinking our favorite moments of the year can be our one good thing yeah, this week. Yeah, so right? it's our one good thing. It's of like the year. our one good thing of 2016. Yeah, about the show. And it's show-related. Yeah, yeah. So should we play the theme song? Uh, Yeah, sure. I guess we'll do so. that. Yeah. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what did you like this year? Um, you can go first, John. Uh, yeah. Uh, I liked my own performance on this show. I thought uh, <laughs> every week I really brought it and everything like that. And, uh, you know, just joshing around with the boys and everything like that. And, uh, you know, just playing the heel character really well and everything like that. And... Um, no, it was a yeah, it was a good a fun year. I think though, I think probably my favorite moment of this year, which is I mean, and there were so many, but probably my favorite was the uh addition of the new metal nook, which is obviously my favorite <laughs> segment. Uh the addition of the new metal nook that I did at the live show where we played a new metal song that was written in 2016. And we're going to hear that song again right now. Oh, the song is called Void by a band called Dark Complex. <laughs> Enjoy. Uh. Oh, what a great year. Oh, hell I, yeah. I had forgotten about this. Yeah. But I never forgot about it. I listen to this song all the time. Oh. And that's dark with an E, right? That's dark with an yeah. E. Like it's uh, like a, an evil syndicate in a video game. It's not the same without the video. You the really video, have to yeah. be able yeah, to the see video. their terrible fashions. I don't know. The rap guy's pretty great no matter what. <laughs> He's also wearing a Houston Arrows jersey. Do it. Do it. Oh, God. Let's, okay. So uh, my favorite part of the year was when <laughs> New Metal Nook ended during every show. <laughs> Anytime it started was my worst and my least favorite part, and every time it ended was my favorite part. <laughs> I think my favorite part was at the live show, actually, and it was the Marlon and Tom hot off. Yeah, that so was, was pretty the culmination great. of something that had been brewing for months, and yeah. uh, 
I think it lived up to all the expectations. It's just just Absolutely. those two traveling down to the live show and everyone who came to the live show and uh, yeah, that was. Just, I mean, the live show in general is just great, but I think that was the best moment. Yeah, of the year for I me. mean, <laughs> Tom will probably take exception as he often does to people equating Marlon driving down from Kamloops <laughs> to him flying in from Akron, but you know, it's it's dedication either way. Yeah, and I don't want to only focus on those two because we did have people come from out of town. Uh, Fake Steinberg, no, I yes, believe, flew in from Calgary yeah. for the show. Uh, John Gilbert had a bunch of friends that he came up with from Seattle. Like we, we did, we brought people from out of town. Like we created tourism revenue for the city of Vancouver. We did. We That's did indeed. crazy. Yeah. Uh, and it was yeah. I mean, it's tough to pick one definitive moment for the year uh, because you know. 2016 was kind of a weird year in that it like felt like it was really short, but it also was like a million years long at the same time. Yeah, it was a rude fuckboy. <laughs> rude uh, fuckboy. So like it's it's hard to believe that like when you look back at all of the crazy guests that we had on the show this year, that that was all this year. Oh, yeah, I forgot about our guests. We had the, some good ones. But like February <laughs> of this past year was actually this year. Yeah. Uh, like, say, a Max Kerman or a Ewan Curry or any number of non-music-related guests also. Like, Greg Howard was super fucking cool to have on the show. Mm-hmm. You missed that one, John, but it was... Yeah, he was awesome. It was great. Uh, enemy of the Year, Jesse Farrar was a lot Jesse of fun. Jesse Farrar is a legend around here. Uh uh, you know, legendarily evil, which is why he's number one on the enemies yeah, list. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't. I don't. It's difficult. Like the show did so many cool things this year, and yeah, I'm really did. appreciative <laughs> of of you two fellas and the yeah. fact that I have to do this every week with you. Uh, and of yeah, course, everybody good, else no, for everybody for sure. else for donating and and helping us, you know, facilitate costs and make you doing this too. Like, yeah, I do put a lot of work into this show, and to be a lot compensated for yeah. is is like really spectacular. Yeah, and especially in a year like 2016, which again is a rude fuck boy. Yeah, uh, so I will pick a rude fuck boy. I will I will say uh, the, the community that has sprung up around the show. Uh, is probably the coolest thing, and that's a lot of that is what you talked about. People coming in for the live show and that sort of thing. But beyond just like the people <laughs> who are a part of like our Facebook group or respond to us on Twitter or whatever, I also want to shout out the the community of shows that we are now a part of because I I think like you know I facetiously said on Twitter earlier this week that it sucked not to be on like a best of list or whatever, but like it is really amazing that like we are just part of this larger group of independent media creators who all respect and admire each other and you know like felix made that tweet a couple weeks ago about how we're part of the axis of resistance (laughs) with chapo and come town and pardon my take and street fight radio and just like the fact that those people even know who i am all those hot shows you know those are hot shows yeah just because you don't listen doesn't mean (laughs) they're not extremely popular i like them all i'm just joking it's very cool to me to be a part of that class of show for whatever stupid thing that we do here you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. you know it's very cool to me (laughs) (laughs) and and there's something to see do it 
I just want to say thank you to everybody who's nice to us this year, whether that's a listener of our show or somebody who produces their own thing and, and respects what we do over here as well. It's been really... It makes me emotional to think about. I want to say, say the, the uh, Kyle Wellett interview was cool too. Yeah. Oh I'm yeah. Say that. I That's true. That. Yeah, that was great. Um, I want to say thank you to Justin for stealing my bit. He just did John's tender moment. Yeah, but Justin always has a tender moment. Yeah, so I it's know. not really it's stealing bullshit. your bit. Yeah, yeah you no, because your bit is like unexpected. Not in, steal your infringement. Bit. His version of the bit would would if Justin was like a rude asshole. Oh yeah, yeah. You should have a Justin's uh, <laughs> Justin's hateful, <laughs> hateful something. Just the Justin's asshole bit. Yeah. Uh, well, we, we'll work on the name. <laughs> yeah. We'll get there. And thank you. I thanked them last week also. Everybody who donated money, not just to the show, but to try and help pay for my cat's mm-hmm. very costly surgery this year. The fact that anyone donated that, never mind like a lot of people. And yeah, it, it shocked it, me. It, it was very significant what you guys did. And, uh, you know, it's... He's uh, going to cry. getting emotional He's again. crying. No, that's fine, though. So. It, it, was, it was a great year. <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> Might as well end the year the same way we started it, with Justin crying. Did you start with you crying? No, too? I have no, no idea. So. He cries enough. <laughs> always cry. He cries enough that it just makes sense that it would have been the way we started the year, too. Uh, you know, it was... It was this was I couldn't ask for anything better than yeah, doing this show with you year. boys. Thank you. It's a great. Yeah, I love it was it. a good time. It's Thank you. Yeah. 2017 should be. I mean, as 2017 long as, can't be as rude as this. It's fuck not. Boy. It won't be a rude fuck boy like 2016. <laughs> 2016 is a rude fuck boy. A rude fuck boy. Just have no time for it. No time at all. And with that, that will do it for this year's episodes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Our producer is Jessica Sands. Our roommate is Carrie Campbell. Our intern is SeatGeek promo code REALGOOD. I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Heck. John Cullen. If you like the show, support it on Patreon. Patreon.com slash realgoodshow. Tell your friends. Tell your friends as well. Until next week, be real. Until next year. Be good. Until next year. Sorry, I screwed up your thing. No, no, no. Yeah. Until next year, be real. Be good. Be real good. Rude, Rude fuck, fuck boy. boy. <laughs> so 2016 was. We'll obviously have to nail that on the so last episode of the year. 2016 Remember just, how many episodes did it take boy. us to get it together? And I feel like we've gotten a lot recently. Yeah, our percentage. I want someone to go back and listen to every, every episode s- yeah. where all, all three of us have appeared on it, obviously. Yeah. And listen to the and end. And what's our percentage? But I don't feel skip as to the end. Listen to the whole episode. Yeah, you gotta listen to the entire get, thing to get to the end, um, just to make sure you don't miss it. But what is what is our like batting average? Yeah, on this, you know, it's got to be. It's I, gotten I would, better. I think. I think we we've probably it. nailed like seven or eight. I'd say maybe ten even. But a lot of those have been in the past like four months. Yeah, and that's say, what I'm saying. Too, yeah. We've really increased. Oh, our like, chemistry is just yeah. getting better all the off time. The charts, yeah. Off the charts. Yeah. Off the chain. Outre. Like